Buddy, it is me, Diana, on The Diana Show. Um, It is the week of Thanksgiving, and I am so excited to be talking to you because I love the holidays, and even though they're not always easy for me, even though I've had sad times, even though I've had times when I'm not close to family, or I feel like I'm missing out, or I have big fat FOMO, overall, I love that feeling of, you know, gratitude and... I live in Southern California, so it's not a huge weather change, but we do get a little bit cooler here. I lived in Georgia for 10 years, and I loved that time there because you have the actual change of the weather and the the fall and the leaves and the cold, and you have to change out your clothes and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I just, I love the holidays. I really cherish that time of year. And it's funny because that lead up, my birthday is in October, October 3rd, if, you know, if anyone wants to know. <laughs> And then it leads up through those fun, like Halloween's like a super fun, easy holiday to me. And then you've got Thanksgiving, which is essentially just eating and hanging around with family and being grateful. And it sort of makes me start to take note of my life, what's gone on over the year. And it's sort of this, that like that third quarter of their fourth, sorry, fourth quarter of the year is really like this sort of inventory time where I start thinking like, what happened this year? Was it a good year? Did I reach any good goals? Am I proud of myself? Did I do anything good for anybody? Um, Have I gone on any great vacations? Have any of my plans come to fruition? All that kind of stuff. So it's sort of like an inventory time of year. Bottom line is, I really do love the holidays, but I have this sort of, not love, hate, but just, I'm able to see that sometimes it's kind of a downer. And other times it's like really incredible. It just sort of depends on how the year has gone. And I've had years where either my health um, is not great or something is going on in our family dynamic. You know, as many of you know, I've been through a divorce. Um, I've been through, uh, I had three foster kids that were my home that it didn't work out. So there's been some like sad times. My dad was diagnosed with cancer and you know, we didn't know what that would bring at the time. So over the course of my life, I know that the holidays aren't always like rainbows and unicorns. Sometimes it's very challenging, but I feel like somehow that time of year sort of gives me this like take stock feeling. And I think overall, this this is a great year. I'm When I'm looking over what's happened in the last year, I'm really excited. I'm so glad my kids are back in school. I'm so glad that they're experiencing high school football games and homecoming dances and all that. And I guess probably that's one of the things that I have the, to feel the most grateful for is just to, you know, you don't realize how much you should be appreciating the fact that your kids get to go to school and have a normal school life until you watch your children's confidence become less and less and less about even walking out of the house because they're flat out scared. And so just to have some form of normalcy, even though there's still mat, you know, we still have to wear masks and stuff and, and all of that, I, I feel so grateful to be a little bit normal. And yeah, I, I feel like it's a good year. And I'm really, really grateful for it. So I was listening to a podcast today, you know, and it was, it was really bringing a lot of that up in me. It was, it was talking about abundance versus scarcity. And basically the theory is that, you know, by looking, 
at a situation through the lens of abundance, which like basically there's not enough for all of us, or it's never going to get any better, or the glass is half empty, um, everything's scarce, there's not enough to go around. It really can determine like if you're looking, depending on what lens you're putting over a situation can really determine how that situation affects you and the outcome ultimately. And it got me thinking about these times that I've reacted like really shitty because I was looking at things through a lens of scarcity. So like I mentioned before, I had three foster kids um, that came to live in our house before I was divorced and it did not work out. Um, At the time, I was devastated and that devastation lasted a long time. Um, It went into like I was disappointed in myself. I was scared for them. Uh, I was sad for my biological children that were left behind and confused. Um, it rocked my world. It made me question everything. And I felt like ultimately those kids had gone through so much and I, I just, I wanted it to work out so much. I wanted to be a help and I fell flat on my face about it. Um, I was not able to provide them the home that would be the best place for them. But recently, um, they reached out and they came and they visited my house uh, they brought the woman that has helped to raise them and provide the best home for them. And they were nourished and they were nourished in love and in spirit. And they were smart and they were going to a great school and they were open hearted and they didn't seem that pissed at me, you know, and I was so grateful that they were okay. Um, I guess in time I was able to see that I was part of their big picture. And although I did not become their permanent mom, for a time I did, you know, I did have the chance to mother them and provide them with a soft spot to land until their forever home came to light. And if I stayed in that scarcity mindset, this like mindset that adoption's not something that I was going to ever be able to make happen and that it wasn't going to work for me, it would hurt too much to try again, or that I wasn't good enough. I wouldn't have had an open heart when I got the call about Mia coming to be my daughter. Now Mia is my 14 year old who we adopted when she was seven. Um, but she came to live with us when she was six. So almost eight years now I've been able to be a mother to Mia. And so because I was able to move out of that scarcity mindset about things not working out with the three girls that I originally fostered, I was able to be open hearted again. And this abundant thing happened to me in Mia. Um, which is such a funny thing for me to say because like I just gave Mia a big lecture last night about not doing a good job of <laughs> wiping down the stove and she was just giving me the death eyes. So I'm definitely raising a teenager, a normal teenager, but I love her and I'm so gra- uh, glad that she's in our lives. So I'm sure you can think of hundreds of examples where this kind of thing happens in your life. You know, I know I never would have gotten pregnant again with Scarlett, my biological daughter, had I not gotten past my scarcity mindset after my miscarriage between Cooper and Scarlett. And when hard times hit, you know, I feel like it's easy for us to sort of go to the dark side and think about only the worst, that we're not good enough, that things don't happen to us that are good, that only scary things are around the corner. And sometimes, you know, that can feel like it's true. But ultimately, if we're able to switch our thinking to an abundance mindset and let go of some of the control, it's amazing how good things will start to happen. So I don't know if you guys remember, but I struggled with my hip. I had a labrum tear, not to be confused with a labia tear. Your labia is your vagina parts 
your labrum is the juice in your hip and the connective tissue in your hip and I, mine's torn. And um, ultimately, you know, my doctor's like, well, we can give you cortisone shots or we can give you a surgery. And, you know, it just felt like all sorts of scary stuff was coming down the pipe. And it was really hard for me to walk. It was hard for me to stand. It was hard for me to keep up with my baby. And that was two and a half years ago. And I still do have some pain with it and I have to baby it. I'm really careful with the way that I work out, but I am consistent with the way that I work out to make sure that I'm trying to keep my weight down and keep my body as healthy as possible. But by being able to take on an abundance mindset, like when you have one bad hip and you're literally riding a scooter in Costco, you think about the fact like this could be both hips. This could be my shoulder as well. I could have an infection in my foot and lose my foot. Like you realize like how important your body is and how lucky we actually are to have these healthy bodies. If we do have a healthy body and, or even if we have a partially healthy body, if we have something we can use, if we're in a wheelchair and we can use our arms or, um, I told the story it, every time I tell this story, it makes me feel so emotional because it was so powerful to watch, but there's, you know, I live in Southern California and everywhere you go, it's like busy. So there's this major, major thoroughfare called Harbor Boulevard. And it's, it must be eight lanes of traffic. And I'm at a stoplight getting ready to turn. And I look over and it's like a bright summer day and my windows are all down. And there's this woman who um, is blind and she has a stick and she's got the sunglasses on and I'm sitting there staring and I'm just thinking, oh my God, I have anxiety just trying to cross the street and I'm not blind. And I'm watching this woman and the crossing light turns for her to be able to walk. And she just stands there. And I'm thinking to myself, oh my God, am I going to throw this car in park and like go over there and try and help her? And then I look back at her and bold as can be, she cocks her head with her ear to the traffic to make sure that she's safe. And she just freaking takes off tapping that stick back and forth and head held high shoulders back, heart to the heavens. I kind of, I felt like watching her, like I feel when I watch someone at the Olympics, like just so much pride in someone's ability to do something amazing. And I know it sounds ridiculous and I probably sound hormonal, which I always am. It seems like, but just watching somebody like that was amazing to me. And I'm so grateful I had that experience. Okay, I had to pause for a second and compose myself because I do get very emotional when I see people doing these incredibly brave, rad things. And that was definitely one of them. That's a moment in my life I'll never forget. I'll never forget that woman and how bold she was. And I'm sure that's like an everyday thing. She probably lives right there and she's like, yeah, screw it. I, you know, I got to get across the street. I got to get my groceries or whatever. But when you think about somebody like that who could sit around and say, okay, I don't have my sight. I'm so frustrated. I can't see myself to get ready or like all the things that are more difficult during the day. But somebody like that also could have an abundant, abundance mindset and be like, I, ha- I have this incredible 
tuned in hearing and my legs work. And you know what I mean? Like there's just this way to look at the world that is scarce or it's a way to look at the world that is abundant. And I just felt like on a week like this week when it's Thanksgiving and we all count our blessings and gather with our families and huddle close and, um, you know, or have friends Thanksgiving, which is what we're doing because we don't live near our family. But it just is such a time to look around at what you have to be grateful for and uh, think about all of the things that went right this year and think about your attitude towards all of it. Of course, I mean, everybody, myself included, looks back and thinks, oh, I wish this would have happened this year. Oh, I didn't hit this mark this year. You know, while we take inventory, you know, if everything was perfect every year, there'd be no point in taking inventory, right? We all have areas where we fall short, but it's so important to focus on what got accomplished this year, whether it was just even just rest. I rested this year. I recovered this year. I didn't lose my house this year. I got my kids back into school this year, whatever it is. And to count our blessings and realize how fortunate We really are. If you are above ground and you are breathing and you are here to fight another day, that means you have this holiday season to end and New Year's to come and you can set a whole new set of goals and you have a whole new year to start in 2022. And that's pretty incredible. We have a lot to be grateful for. So I just want to say that today. I hope if you're celebrating Thanksgiving this week that you Um, really enjoy it. And I just want to say how grateful I am to you for being in this community with me and for listening. And I will see you next Monday.